Today on This Week Health. One of the things that we recognize and that we've really been working on is making sure that we have a diverse population of applicants who apply. And I think one of the main ways we do that is by introducing clinical informatics earlier into the academic curriculum so that we can make sure we have the most diverse, both from experience and specialties and individual-wise, applying to our fellowship. Welcome to This Week Health Community. This is Town Hall, a show hosted by leaders on the front lines with interviews of people making things happen in healthcare with technology. My name is Bill Russell, the creator of This Week Health, a set of channels designed to amplify great thinking to propel healthcare forward. We want to thank our show sponsors, Olive, Rubric, Trellix, Medigate, and F5 in partnership with Sirius Healthcare for investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Now, on to our show. Hello, I'm Jake Lancaster, an internal medicine physician and the Chief Medical Information Officer for Baptist Memorial Healthcare. And today I'm very excited to be with Dr. Dara Mize, an endocrinologist and the Program Director for the Clinical Informatics Fellowship at Vanderbilt. Dara, welcome to the program. Thank you, Jake. Well, I've known Dara for a long time when I was a Clinical Informatics Fellow at Vanderbilt. But for the rest of us, or for the rest of the audience, Dara, do you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, of course, Jake. As you mentioned, I'm an endocrinologist at Vanderbilt, and I'm also the Clinical Informatics Fellowship Program Director. Additionally, I'm the founding co-director of our two other clinical informatics courses, one for medical students and one for health staff. So that's residents and fellows who are already training at Vanderbilt. Well, it's so great to talk with you, um, but can you just tell us a little bit about what a clinical informatics fellowship is uh, for those that might not be as familiar with the new specialty. Sure, yeah, of course. So a clinical informatics fellowship, similar to other clinical fellowships, is a pathway for physicians who have completed a residency in any specialty to be able to continue their, to, to deepen their education and learning in the field of clinical informatics. So it's a two-year program. It is ACGME accredited, and it, it allows fellows, again, to hone their skills in clinical informatics, really practice those skills, and then to be eligible to sit for the boards for clinical informatics upon completion of their fellowship. This would allow them to be a board-certified clinical informaticist and to hopefully incorporate that into their work in some way. Yeah, so any specialty can go and do this subspecialty, right? So I was internal medicine and I did the informatics fellowship, but if you're yeah. peds or if you're surgery or something else, you can apply and, and do this as well, right? Yeah, that's correct. We've had applicants from many different specialties and it's open to anyone who has completed that residency program. And so, so how is it structured? I mean, it sounds a lot different than a typical fellowship would be since you're not seeing patient cases in this particular area. How do you structure this so that it kind of flows like a, uh, other fellowships? Yeah, it's a good question, Jake. And then sometimes that can be challenging, but I think over the years we've sort of gotten to a, a good spot in terms of how we handle that. So we do have month-long rotations for specific topics, for example, sometimes a clinical decision support rotation or something maybe that sounds a little less like informatics, but still very relevant, like a revenue cycle or finance. So we have rotations in many of these fields, but along the way, our fellows also become involved in different projects. And so I sort of see those projects as kind of the continuity experience that, for example, a medicine, internal medicine resident would have with Continuity Clinic. The fellows also pick up these projects that they sort of work on longitudinal longitudinally, while on their rotations, they they meet other people at the organization and the rotation that they're on, learn about that field, and then the next month they kind of move to a different rotation. But it has been tricky at times trying to find something that, that looks similar to other clinical fellowships, but without that direct patient interaction piece. 
Of course, we do have all of our fellows continue to practice clinically as well. Okay. And, you know, what would you say are the core aspects of the fellowship that all the fellows need exposure to? So in internal medicine, we got to do our general medicine wards, ICU, outpatient, and then certain specialties we need to really rotate through. What is it for informatics? Yeah, it's a really good question. So I think about it a little bit differently. And the way we've tried to evolve our fellowship over time is what I'll describe. So what we've started to do is that as our fellows initially come into the program, we try to spend that first at least six months really trying to get them to hone some of their technical skills. I mean, at the end of the day, we don't expect for most of them to be hands-on keyboard for the majority of the career. Some of them may lean more towards that in the future, but that's not exactly where we expect our fellows to spend most of their time. But we do know that they need to have some basic data science skills. And in our case, some skills building tools in our electronic health record. So that's how we have them spend kind of their first several months. And while they're honing those skills, they're meeting people at the organization, learning what people do, and trying to identify projects or areas where they want to be more involved and can kind of personalize their fellowship experience from that perspective. And then as they gradually, you know, as they go through the fellowship, we like them to then start putting those technical skills into practice by supporting different projects or other initiatives for the medical center on their various rotations or just based on relationships they've built during previous rotations for one of those projects, like I mentioned. And then for their last year or last six months, we really want them to start kind of leading out on more projects because leadership is and kind of managing that change that's associated with technology implementations is also a big part of informatics. And so that's kind of the evolution that we like to see our fellows have over the course of their fellowship. And then, you know, there's core things, like I mentioned, clinical decision support is one really big one that we like them to spend a couple of rotations really understanding that field a little bit better. So you talked about projects that fellows would work on, trying to get them more involved in certain projects. Um, what are some of the projects that I guess your former or current fellows have worked on that have been pretty significant? Yeah, so we like all of them to be involved, as I mentioned, in some longitudinal projects. Some are involved in many, some are more involved, but in a, in a fewer number. So one of our fellows right now has done some predictive, predictive analytics work in liver failure. And so that machine learning predictive analytics world is a place that a couple of our fellows have wanted to be in. They have a little bit, they try to develop a little bit more technical skills so that they can do a little bit more of the hands-on keyboard work there. One of our other fellows is currently helping us implement a third-party vendor that supports pathways that are delivered in the EHR. So it's a little bit the type of di different type of technical skills, and, but also involves a little bit more of meeting with our customers, meeting with our colleagues to design best practices for these pathways and then helping to manage that change and promote adoption through implementation. So I'd say it's a little bit all over the board. As you saw in your fellowship, Jake, other projects that, are path that our fellows will be involved in are big implementations or go-lives that happen to be occurring when they're there. So some of that is a little timing dependent in terms of if we have one of those happening while the fellow is there, but we definitely like for them to see those initiatives close up if they have that opportunity. Yeah, I got to help with the EPIC EHR implementation, or E-STAR, as, as Vanderbilt branded it. So y'all are going to do that every year for your fellows? Uh, you no, know, no. We, we, I do look for other opportunities. We haven't had anything quite so significant, but they have been able to be involved in some of our other, not quite as large, but still very important go-lives and initiatives for Vanderbilt. Yeah, that was a really good experience for me. Probably once in a career thing that you would do, hopefully. Never really want to do it more than that. Um, <laughs> And, and then you mentioned that the fellows continue to practice clinically. How do you all balance that clinical and operational administrative time for the fellows? 
Yeah, that's a great question, Jay, because it's not something that we always had quite figured out early on. So what we do is, I think, let me just back up for a minute and say that I think it's critically important for our fellows to continue to maintain their clinical skills. One, to build those relationships, and two, just to kind of remember what it means to be practicing clinically and to understand the tools that they're using and the system that they're working in. So all of our fellows, as we interview them, we also connect them with the clinical department at Vanderbilt to try to make sure we have a good match there. And so each of them spend no more than 20% of their time practicing clinically. And ours do that uh, typically on nights or weekends to kind of support their, so that they can kind of keep their clinical informatics skills for the daytime, but still maintain those clinical skills in their given specialty. And they found that to be a good balance, I think. And I think it's similar to what other programs have done as well. Yeah, it is incredibly important uh, to keep practicing, I think. It's just, and to understand the tools that you're building and you're implementing, you really need to be on the user inside to to understand those changes and understand the frustrations and problems that you're trying to solve. Yeah, I completely agree, which is why I tell every one of our fellows that comes in now that we really want to make sure that they're able to maintain that practice when they come to Vanderbilt. And we've had great support from our clinical partners on the, in the clinical side of the medical center. Everyone wants a clinical informatics fellow in their department. So That's good. That's good. So what have your fellows that have gone through the program gone on to do? You know, how many how many years? Let's see. I, I think I started in 2016 at mm-hmm. Vanderbilt. So I'm not sure how many fellows have gone through now or how many have been there since you've been program director. Yeah. So let's think. So you and then Claude. So both of you guys went on to be CMIOs at medical centers in the region. Rob Turr graduated last year and he took a kind of a combined act. He's at at, uh, UT Southwestern, practices clinically, but also has a role in their clinical informatics department there. So kind of a hybrid role of clinical and informatics work. Ashley Spann will be graduating this year. Now she's going to do an additional clinical fellowship but also hoping to eventually kind of maintain an academic position where she does both clinical work and some informatics work. That's great. And so what would you say are kind of the future plans for the fellowship, next steps or big challenges that still lay ahead for this fellowship? Yeah, I think some of the things that we've talked about, uh, one of the things that I think we're in a better place than we were a couple of years ago is helping our fellows get some of those more extensive data science skills. So we didn't quite always have um, a great environment for them to learn SQL or to learn how to do machine learning and those kinds of things. And so I think between our Ashley Span, our current fellow and our former fellow, they've really helped us think about how to integrate that into the fellowship. And then, I mean, I think the other thing that we've made is some improvements on is really making sure that every fellow can keep that clinical skills up and their clinical skills up and practice here. So in terms of challenges, you know, I think one of the things that we recognize and that we've really been working on is making sure that we have a diverse population of applicants who apply. And I think one of the main ways we do that is by introducing clinical informatics earlier into the academic curriculum, which is one of the reasons why one of my colleagues, Dr. Travis Osterman, and I really wanted to start our clinical informatics um, training programs or, or rotations or experiences for both medical students and house staff so that we can make sure we have the most diverse, both from experience and specialties and individual-wise population applying to our fellowship. I think that's just kind of a challenge for the field moving forward, that we need to make sure we're doing that. Well, that's great. And lastly, so we have a lot of health system leaders that listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. What would you say to more of the operational administrative side about how they can interact and use informatics fellowships, or would it be worthwhile for them to create their own? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we've seen that our fellows have played a critically important role. in, as you saw, Jake, with yourself, the implementation of our electronic health record a couple of years ago. And many of our our fellows do have that more operational lens. Some of our fellows kind of have a bit of more of a research lens and want to um, to kind of grow their career in that area. But many of them want to follow a path sort of similar to what you're in and really be able to make that connection between the clinical world, but then also informatics and technology and to understand how informatics and technology can support clinical practice and that will to provide the best care possible for our patients. So I, I absolutely think that if they're considering a fellowship, they should reach out and, and discuss some of the advantages of that and, and of training folks to be in those roles in their organizations. Well, thank you so much. I know I I always get questions about what informatics fellowship was like and i'm happy to always to talk to those that are interested but i think this will go a long way in in kind of getting the word out about what is the experience like so thanks again for coming on and do you have any last words you want to say or share regarding fellowship and informatics? No, I would just kind of second what you said, which is that I'm happy to talk to anybody considering this path. I think there are many different training paths for physicians specifically, but also a lot of other healthcare clinicians. The fellowship is one of them, and I'd be happy to talk to folks who are considering a fellowship or weighing what their other options are. So, Well, thanks again, Dara. Thanks, Jake. Bye-bye. I love this show. I love hearing from people on the front lines. I love hearing from these leaders. And we want to thank our hosts who continue to support the community by developing this great content. We also want to thank our show sponsors, Olive, Rubric, Trellix, Medigate, and F5 in partnership with Sirius Healthcare for investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. If you want to support the show, let someone know about our shows. They all start with This Week Health, and you can find them wherever you listen to podcasts. Keynote, Town Hall, Newsroom, and Academy. Check them out today, and thanks for listening. That's all for now. Hey, hey.